And I actually have a friend. She was not trying to push her course or anything on me. She was just like, yeah, I got a course that I'm doing. Her slogan was, I teach people to work part-time and make six figures. She was like, yeah, and you know, it's all remote work. And I said, uh, come again? Yep. And I was like, yo, I need to take your course. Yeah. So she was like, it already started this and that. And I was like, stop, I'm Nigerian. Put me in this course, I got this. You know what I mean? I'm Nigerian. Put me in this course, I got this. The role is so interesting because you get people coming in that kind of try and finesse the role or whatever. And there's things in Scrum where there's textbook and then there's real life. If you can't answer both of those, it'll expose you. Ooh. And so you have scrum masters during interviews like, oh, this person's not legit. Bro, I love seeing the homies getting it. Yeah. Hey, look, y'all, we have a really special treat for y'all. I'm not gonna lie, this actually is a little bit more of a special treat for myself because as much as I talk about being in the tech industry, the opportunity that's in this space, as many people as myself, tech as a new black, have been able to put on with getting into the tech industry, which now that actually exceeds over 500 people so far, really excited to say that that being said it always feels incredibly special to me when it's a friend or family member that is also recently broken to the tech industry now I have a homeboy um, who I want to admit he did not break into the tech industry because of my videos and because of my content he was already on it nevertheless it's super dope to have a homie that's on here and again not only is this something that's for me but also it's gonna be talking about being a scrum master which this is our first time having a scrum master on the podcast so it's really incredible so it's a treat for everybody's treat for me treat for y'all all that good stuff uh man Gonna, as always, we got to put respect on a guest name, though. Even though it's a homeboy, still got to get that same level of respect. Uh, right before doing that, though, do want to let it be known that we checked and found out that despite us hitting over 100,000 subscribers, everything's been going great. Despite that, about 78% of y'all that tune into the podcast are not subscribed to Tech is a New Black. So we love y'all for checking it out, but make sure you go ahead and subscribe. If you enjoy the content, yo, click a like, show some love, so that way the algorithm can, can give it more leverage, so that way our content can bless more people. That being said, let's go ahead and put some respect on our guest name. So Dozier is Zima, my homeboy. Come on, good attempt. You already know. Yeah, yeah, you already I respect know. that. I respect it. I respect yeah. it. He's from NY. He's a man who is known for his faith in Jesus and wearing many hats from NFL to chemist to tech. And uh, man, y'all go ahead and give a virtual round of applause as always. If you're driving in the car and you're listening, go ahead and tap your steering wheel like you're clapping. <laughs> For the homie Dozie Izima. <laughs> I appreciate or it. Or Dozy, as a lot of people know him. Right. I, I really yeah. appreciate it. Thank yeah, you for the bro. intro. Bro, bro, thank you for, for coming on, bro. The tech is a new black. Thank you for having me, yo. Thank you for having yeah, me. This joint's amazing, yo. Yeah. I, I love what you're doing. Thanks, so. So, so what's funny is that is that we actually had tried to do a podcast a few years ago. Facts. That's and true. That junk flippity flop, flop, flop. It really it flopped because I just First off, no money was really coming in, and I wasn't gonna come to Eric being like, "Hey, Eric, can you, you know, whatever." Y'all shot the episode so, the spot, you remember? Yeah, we did. Oh we did, man. Did. Oh yeah. So, uh, so it really it, it was on me at the end of the day, and so um, I hope that's encouraging to people because a lot of people see what we're doing technically black, and they're like, "Man, it's so crazy." And it's like, well, we tried to do a podcast day before and it flopped. So, right. just because something doesn't work, many times it's like it prepares you. It kind of like lets you know what Absolutely. you need to work on for uh, for in the future. Uh, but also, bro, I want to talk just a little bit about like how we met. So, because we go back specific, like just in the, the 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 church community, right? With being like these bachelors in the <laughs> Christian relationship <laughs> space, and so I yeah. remember like 
meeting him like as soon as we met like we just like clicked it was right, like oh bro right, it's home right, it was, it was like love, just, right absolutely just from jump yeah stuff like that and so bro man i've always just enjoyed you just as a person just just who you are your personality your perspective I appreciate it bro you know you you not just being a believer but you know you being like a a, a man who's masculine because there are mm -hmm. a lot of men there are a lot of men in general not even just in a church but especially in a church that right. are not masculine that are are not like you know men that's true. You know, they love That's God, true. but it's like they like real softer, right. you know. And so I've always just respected you just for being who you are, where you're very masculine, but also still very compassionate. I appreciate Very that, introspective yeah. and all yeah. of those things. And even like your background, like with, with football, you know, there's right. always like this thing where it's like, oh, like people that play football, they're not like very smart. And it's like, you're a very intelligent person. I appreciate you know, it. Yo. You know, you, they, you always are like one to learn stuff. So yeah, I just want to kind of like show some love, give you your flowers. Yeah, I appreciate that. Quick, Thank man. you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they definitely do be thinking we a little slow for yeah. football players. Right? I mean, some of them do be a little slow, bro. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so, do what works for you, right? Do what yo, works for real. you. Yes, that's real. Yo, so let's go ahead and get into it. Um, So, bro, so what led you? Because I know you were a chemist, and that's when we right. met. You were yeah, a chemist. I was a chemist. Which even that was kind of like, why? Right, like, right. People was like, yo, you a chemist? I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. not delivering boxes. I, I run this lab, you yeah. know? Like, that's well, crazy. yeah, so. It, so what, what? led you to go from being like why did you want to be like yo i'm gonna step down from being a chemist and i'm it's gonna check out this tech stuff yeah so um that's an interesting story in itself so as you know covid hit yeah right and so covid hit so the lab shut down and mm -hmm. so they was like well everybody work, work remote and so they should have never let me work remote. You know oh. what I mean? I got a taste of remote life. Yeah. I said, oh, I'm smoking. I'm using drugs. Yeah. I don't know why I'm going to work regularly. So I said, okay, <laughs> I'm going to figure out a way to work remote. And it was set in my head from there. Yeah. And so um, when COVID started, you know, declining a little bit, they're like, you know, we're trying to get people back in. And I was like, for me, once my mind is set, it's a wrap. Yeah. And so um, a crazy story happened. I actually have a friend um, who randomly called me up and was like, hey, I haven't spoken to this person in a minute. It was like, hey, I had a dream about you. And I'm like, what you mean? And she was like, I had a dream and I saw you like getting a, I saw you like God was working with you, getting a new job. Like I see you focus on different things and this and that. And I was like, that's true. I was just praying about that, right? Mm -hmm. And so, so she said this and I was like, yo, thank you very much for this. And she was like, look, I'm not trying to do nothing. I know this is really random, but hey, I'm just trying to, um, this is just what I know is the right thing to do to, to tell you about this. So I said, okay, thank you very much. And I'm like, okay, how's everything going? She's like, everything's going well. And then she ends up explaining. She's like, hey, um, this is not for me. Like she was not trying to po push her course or anything on me. She was just like, yeah, I got a course that I'm doing. It's in tech. And um, you know, I her slogan was, "I teach people to work part time and make six figures." Mm. And so I said, she was like, "Yeah," and you know, it's it's all remote work. And I said, uh, "Come again?" Yep. I said, "Come again?" Yeah. She was yeah. like, "Yeah, it's all remote work." And I was like, "Yo, I need to take your course." Yeah. I was like, "I need to take your course." That's yeah. it. And she was like, "Whoa, I did not call you for that, this and that." And I said, "Man, sweetheart, <laughs> sweetheart, I'm gonna be in this course. You know what I mean?" Yeah. So she was like, "It already started, this and that." And I was like, "Stop, I'm Nigerian. Put me in this course. I got this. You know what I mean?" I'm Nigerian. Put me in this course. I got this. So um, I, I hopped in the course a week late, caught up, um, went through the course and everything, mm. and came out that course is a six week course. 
Okay. Came out that course uh, for to be a scrum master. In three months, I changed my entire career. Yeah. Like in three months. So I had, by the end of the course, when everything's done, so they do, they teach you how to be a scrum master. Yeah. Interview prep, everything, like hard interview prep. Mm-hmm. I had three job offers. Like, I was a dog about it, though. Yeah. I was a dog about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, there was no chilling. I had three job offers straight up. Denied one, like, told them now. Nah, because um, they were, as a scrum master, sometimes they try and get you to be a PM and a scrum master. Yeah, like, do two jobs for the Do two jobs and one for the pay of one. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. But I had two other job offers and ended up choosing the company I'm with now. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I became a scrum master. So overnight, people were like, so you just, how'd you get into tech? And I'm like... You know what I mean? Yeah. I did a little something. I did a little something. So um, yeah. it's been a blessing overall. I, I Literally, her slogan really works. Yeah. Wow. The work is really part-time. Wow. And so it's like, it's a full eight-hour, of course, workday. Yeah. But essentially, really, as a scrum master. Yeah, the amount why. of work that you're doing within that window of time is part-time. Listen, some days I might have, you know, one or two meetings. Ooh. And that's it. And that's it. Yo. So people are like, what do you do with your free job? I'm like, look, I mean, I have my own businesses on the side, but it's like, uh, there's a reason why a lot of scrum masters tend to double up, triple up on jobs. Yeah. So imagine whatever six-figure role you have, double, triple that. And so that's why a lot of people tend to be scrum masters as well. Yeah, because you can job stack a lot. Yeah. It's a flexibility. Ooh. And so um, that's where that comes in. Yeah. So you really can, you really can do what you want. And so I was very aware with the other roles in tech. And I'm like, oh, how much, how much, you know, time do you put in the work? And they tell me your time, and I'm like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. good. I'm good on that. Yeah, like, I'll double up if I want to, you know, yeah. triple up if I feel like it's necessary. But it's a beautiful ability to have, you know. Yeah. So Bro, I love that man. Yeah. So that's that's how I, I got into it. I love seeing the homies getting it. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, even, even, even Eric, y'all know uh, Eric, uh, the videographer. Like Eric, like we're all boys too. Mm-hmm. So so uh, Eric just turned around like. <laughs> Like, we all met before all of this happened, yeah, you know, that's for crazy. Looking for a job in tech can be tricky, but what if there's a way to automate the entire process? That's where Octoply.ai comes in. See, this software does all the work it takes for you to get hired, from researching companies to scheduling interviews, and all you have to do is just show up. Octoply.ai is the first application of its kind that will find jobs that your top applicant for, apply to roles, reformat your resume, and manages interviews all while you sleep. So if you're tired of the tedious job search, try Octoply.ai today and let technology work for you. So let's talk about it. What exactly is a Scrum Master and what does a Scrum Master do? So a Scrum Master in a lot of ways, uh, technically we're kind of like facilitating, they were a servant leader. We're basically, I tell people all the time, a Scrum Master kind of, it's kind of like you're, you're helping an organization become efficient in what they're doing. So you're okay. basically training them to be agile. Okay. And so um, a scrum master helps in and, and it's part of the a- agile, agile process. Agile meaning like helping the company like move quickly or make like... Yeah, agile Agile basically means like change, right? Okay. And so agile is, is, a, is all part of a, a process and scrum is like a framework yeah. that, that you're doing. And so um, it's a two-week two week stint and you're kind of teaching a team, leading them, you're, they call it a servant leader, where you're facilitating meetings, um, telling teams, like basically telling teams like, all right, we're bringing all you guys together, let's work on this process, helping them meet their deadlines, yeah. like, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's, 
they almost say it's like a glorified assistant. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. Oh, you know yeah. You're like, you're calling you know what I Say what you want. Yeah. As long as I'm chilling to get my work done, it, it's okay. And so up front, you do have to coach your team. Like, you do have to basically lead your team and point them in the right direction. But yeah. once the team gets it, you're kind of sitting back and just going through the process with them, which which kind of takes the workload off of you. Mm-hmm. It's not every day you're, you're constantly stamping and doing something if you mm-hmm. really lead your team the right way set up the meetings do all of that then after a while the team is like moving on their own and so you can sit back and so that's why scrum become i mean that's why you know scrum masters they end up taking on more roles because it's kind of like hey my team i have this team they are advanced team they're mature team mm-hmm. so i can move on to another team or my workload may be quiet right now you know man that sounds so, lovely yeah is it do, do you I guess, do you keep up with it enough to know if it's in high demand? Right now? Yeah. Um, it goes in waves. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so cool. I'd say we know when this time when they were kind of letting people go in tech, yeah. they were letting a lot of Scrum Masters go. Okay. And just recently, Scrum Masters is hot right now. Like, oh, it's I hot keep, again. I keep getting blown up. Um, and it, recruiters keep hitting me up. I keep getting emails. Somebody sent me like, yeah, we got four, 14 roles for Scrum Masters, this and that. Ooh, so it's hot right now again. The block it's, is hot. Yeah, it's hot right now again. So. It goes in waves. And so I realized tech moves in waves. Oh, yeah, it like does. Like something's hot, then something's not, but the role is still there. You yeah, know? yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the things I tell people a lot. Like people are always like, oh, well, some, some layoffs happen. And I'm like, well, first off, that's sometimes just with certain companies. There right. are other companies that are always going to be hiring. And it's like, and then other times there's ebbs and flows. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. there's layoffs happening right now. In three months, four or five months, it's going to be popping again. Right. And you're going to be getting paid even more. So, so yeah, I'm happy that, uh, that you mentioned that piece. So, what has, because because one of the things is that bef- even before tech, you know, there were options of really dope, lovely, God fearing women that were interested. <laughs> right. That was already a thing even before you was getting a tech back. Because I'm assuming you're making more as a scrum master than you yeah, were as a chemist. Yeah, than I wasn't a chemist, right? So I remember when you had put up a post, and I think this is when you might have still been a chemist, mm. or you maybe you had just became a scrum scrum master. But I remember you had uh, you had bought a property, mm-hmm. and you had put a post up, and you had talked about how there were a couple women that had followed you for a minute right. that are like popular that they slid in your DMs after I you bought a property. And you was like, that. "Dang, like because I, it's like you've been following me, but now because I bought a house, right now you want to shoot your shot." Right. I'm curious to know. I mean, you don't promote a lot, if at all, no. that you're a scrum master online. But I'm mm-hmm. curious to know if since you've been maybe making more money and maybe that's like have you seen an additional influx of some women like realizing oh you in tech now you're doing this doing that right where they're showing a level of interest that maybe they weren't before um like how basically how has it affected your dating or romance life at all right so no it hasn't but the only reason being is i never flexed what i did ever like uh when i was in league i would never tell anybody I went, I went, whatever. So if they assumed or whatever, cool. But I wouldn't say it unless the conversation came up. Yeah. Um, the investment properties I got, I would never like just say it. So I never let with money because I know what leading with money does. Yeah. And so um, it hasn't changed anything. Like people are not aware or whatever. And I, I actually prefer that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, ah, oh, you got to see whatever for who I am. Yeah. So I, I prefer Dang, bro, so I'm, I'm, I'm super grateful honor, yeah. you came on, came on here today because now, now people know. <laughs> right, right. Now, be, <laughs> bro, I guess so, right. Now people know because yeah. before it was just, I don't even know what people thought I 
I don't know what they thought I did besides mm-hmm. like or how much I made. I don't, I don't yeah, really know, nah. you know. So yeah, that's a real thing. It is what it is now. Yeah, so I guess cats out the bag. But yeah. yeah, now it definitely is. So what? So talk about the boot camp that you did. Like was because I know you mentioned it was right. they gave you like like really in depth training. You know, especially for yeah how to be a scrum master, right. but also when it comes to the the interview process. Uh, was it was it. I guess I want to say enjoyable, but like just what what was your experience like? Right. So the boot camp, um, it's not hard to do, right? Yeah. But you have to absolutely apply yourself. You yeah. can't skate through it. You can't go over it. And I tell people, if you graduated high school or whatever, if you know how to do your homework, if you went to college, you could do this. But yeah. you can't coast through this. Yeah. And so the things with Scrum Master is you can get a certification and say you're a Scrum Master, right? It's not really that hard. But the reason people don't get jobs is because Scrum Master, during the interviews, it's like a really hard test. There's no, you can't use your personality. Ah. Um, you can't say words that are not exactly what, what is. Yeah. You better say the textbook answer or they're going to know you're a phony. Yeah. And so it's like um, the, the, the role is so interesting because you get people coming in that kind of try and finesse the role or whatever. And there's things in Scrum where... There's textbook and then there's real life. If you can't answer both of those, Dang. it'll expose you. Ooh. And so you have scrum masters during interviews like, oh, this person's not legit. And so the course I took, they taught exactly what to do in job experiences, mm-hmm. um, textbook wise, scrum masters. So they taught all of that stuff. And we they had to we had to, you know, regurgitate what we said. We had to do interviews on site, like, mm-hmm. hey, this is the interview and they would say, hey, nah, we know you're not a scrum master based on this, this, that. Go back and work on this. And so the interview prep was really drilling. Yeah. But it made you to where you can go into any interview and you know you got this job. Yeah. And so um, I can say that course really was worth it. Like when it comes to being a scrum master, because I realize in tech, you have, you have some of these courses out here, they just letting you skate through and just telling you the stuff. Yeah. And it makes you feel good, but you really know how to do the job. So yeah. I can say when I started my job, there was no such thing as imposter syndrome. Oh, like I didn't have it. Yeah, because I knew exactly. I remember the well, the first one of the first roles where I had a guy was like, "Hey, I want this, 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 this is done," and I was like, "Wow, that's the first job where I'm like, oh, I know exactly what you yeah. want. I could put it out in everything." So, Man. yeah, it was it was amazing. Wow, first time feeling that way. Yo, shouts out to shouts out to her in the chorus. Yeah, that's how robust that is. Yeah. That's actually fire. So for everyone who wants to become a scrum master like Dozy, we found the course that he took to break into tech, IT Industry Tools. IT Industry Tools is offering our community a $400 discount link as well as payment options as low as $87 a month. That's right, $87 a month. So if you want to tap in and become a scrum master, make sure you click the link here in the video or check out the link in the description below. Now before I did, we believe that many of you will have jobs within the next few months. So let us know if you want to share your testimony with us once you break into tech. Peace. So you you played football in college. I don't know if y'all could tell or not. You know, but like he played football and I'm assuming you, you played high school, middle school, yeah, all that yeah, stuff, all so that. all the way up. So did you did you have a stint in the NFL at all? Yeah, for a short, for a real short time I went to yeah. Jacksonville, but I broke my ankle. Oh, and man. so breaking yeah. my ankle, I didn't stay you have trials here and there. So yeah. That's what happened. My story's a little So I remember I remember that you were talking about there was this uh, this dude that you saw. I think it was from back at college or somewhere. Y'all saw each other, and 
he made a statement like he's he saw you i don't know if it was in person or if it was online but he said something like he was like oh like you know you're not in the league and he was like oh man like you're just like me <laughs> or something like that i remember you had told me that story <laughs> yeah I was, that's and, wild you remember that yeah yeah and, and i remember right. like your response <laughs> and i'm paraphrasing your response was like like you are nothing like y'all yeah, i'm nothing I was like, like we not the same yeah, yeah. at all yeah. and you know what I see is interesting is how, cause, cause now that like being in tech, like I like have some money. I'm in certain spaces where I'm around different like NFL players, basketball players, different people, and it's interesting to see how when many of them lose their either lose their career or their contract is up, like many of them act like they world is over. Like yeah. they're so yeah. just, yeah, just whatever. And one of the things, even though I didn't know you around that time, like I met you when I met you. Nevertheless, you've never moved like your identity was in that. Like right. you just moved where it's like, yo, you was just like whatever God had for you, whatever it was that's you were true. doing, you were just with it. Right. And bro, that's something like I definitely respect you, because 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 we, bro, you'll be surprised how many like current athletes and former athletes are like hitting us up trying to get in tech right you know and and many of them you can tell like their 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 identity is still wrapped up right. in that bro like what's some i guess a word or encouragement you can give and maybe it's not maybe it's not even just an athlete maybe it's somebody that like is an aspiring mm-hmm. actor or their their acting career you know didn't continue or whatever it might be where people have placed their identity in something like, what is something that you could, like, share to people to, like, maybe help them have the kind of mindset that you've had? Right. And um, that's a great question. So, I'm going to keep it a stack. Yeah. When I broke my ankle, when, like, I had these trials and, like, I was still recovering and healing, my identity was shaking up. I'm oh, not going to hold you. My identity yeah. was shaking up. I went through that phase. But I knew. I was like, all right. It didn't take me no long time. Once that happened, I was like, all right. Who am I really? Yeah. And so I sat and faced that. And so a lot of players, especially when you go pro, like it's a difference when you play college and you like, oh. And you don't make it to pro. you don't make it or you don't really have aspirations. It's another level when you know you could and you're capable. Man. That's that's Ooh. another level of attack. You know what I mean? And yeah. so um, that right there, because you know like, yo, I was really supposed to be this person. Man. It's different when people are like, oh, I, it was just nice. And so I sat there and I was like, all right, who am I first, right? And I was like, hold on, I'm a man of God first. Yeah, right. facts. And so, but I didn't believe that. Like, I had to believe it. Yeah. And so when I was able to believe that, it was like, all right, I can be whatever I want. And one thing I always told myself, I'll never let sports run me. Like, if I get cut, whatever, whatever, you can't control me. Because people don't understand, you go to a team, whatever sports you play, if they cut you, you're homeless. Ooh. Like a lot of people don't understand that you're homeless. Yeah, you moved your whole life there, and then you at this apartment, you playing whatever. When it's done, you you going back to mom's crib. You know what I'm saying? So Dang. people don't understand that. Like, yeah, your world is shaking. And so, um, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm not gonna let this run me. I'm always gonna have options. I'm always gonna have the ability to do whatever I want, and yeah. I'm always gonna keep that dog mentality. Yeah. And so when it came to that, I was like, all right, I got my degree in whatever. I knew I could be whatever I wanted, mm-hmm. and there was no question about it. But it wasn't that it had nothing to do with being smart or whatever. I knew that I wasn't going to stop. Mm-hmm. The same thing that took me all the way to go pro was the same thing that was going to take me to be whatever I wanted to be. Yeah. So that's why when the scrum master or chemistry came about, I was like, oh, say less. Like, yeah. I'm built for this. You feel yes. me? Like, 
Put me in whatever course. I knew I could be whatever tech person I wanted to be. I yeah. chose this purpose. Yeah, you chose it. Yeah. I chose it purposely. So I, my encouragement to anybody in that thing is I was like, find out your foundation. Yeah. Forget about the blessings that are added to it. Your foundation is who are you? Mm -hmm. And your foundation should be rooted in Christ. And yeah. so from that, I'm like, you can stand on anything. Yeah. But don't be caught up on good and bad. And so here's, here's one thing I hate when people say. Um, it wasn't God's will. Athletes don't operate that way. Mm -hmm. High-level business people don't operate that no, way. No, they don't. The reason I say that is when something gets shaken, they're like, oh, I'm going to keep trying. We'll find another way. I hate when Christians are like, oh, it wasn't meant to be. Like, yeah, I can't nah. stand nah. that. Like, yeah. And that's how I know you're not a dog. Yeah. Because if something <laughs> happens, yeah. so what? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, for instance, when I was able to work remote, I mean, when, that, that, when COVID hit and yeah. I'm at the crib, Working remote, right? I'm not gonna be like, oh, tech wasn't meant to be. You know, I'm a chem, I'm a, I'm a chemist. I'm in, um, I work in the lab. Nah, I was like, oh, I'm gonna figure this out. Yeah, I can't. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, it wasn't God's will. Stop it. I'm making yeah, God's will. Exactly. Stop playing with me. You yeah. know what I mean? I want to work remote. That's it. Yeah. And so some people, some people don't realize what you want is good enough mm. to chase after it. Yeah. Just because you want it. Yeah. I don't need a big sign. I don't need to feel like <laughs> you know like. I want it. That's it. Yeah, that's it's real. good enough. So that's real. Yeah, sometimes I think it's God testing our faith. Right. right. So I think people people see something where they think it's not working, and they say, "Oh yeah," like you mentioned, it's like, "Oh, it wasn't meant for me." But it's like, right. well, no, maybe it is for you. But now your faith is being right. tested in the very thing that you say you wanted to go after. I love that. So, all right, uh, last question. So kind of like still like touching like on this vein. I think about. I've had a couple of people on, on the podcast that are either most of them. I've had two that are like a former, um, like former basketball players, mm -hmm. uh, or one in particular, uh, Bees, a uh, Simone Bees, where she had an opportunity to go to the NBA or to go to the WNBA uh, or like get in tech, and she like right. looked up like the the income. Oh yes, yeah, and. Right. And of course, the income in tech, she just straight up looked yeah. and was like, "I'm gonna make more money," right. like especially sure. compared to the WNBA. Sure. Mm -hmm. But even in general, even in general, I don't want to go that. I don't want to go that route. I just go this route. What would you say to any any athletes? That are like, yo, I'm a, I'm an athlete. Let's say they, they fit that that mm. air quote, like I'm just an athlete. I'm mm -hmm. not like a smart person. I'm not like nerdy or techie. But it's like they've been making a certain amount of money, right? And so when their contract ends or they get injured or whatever that might be, it's like, okay, well, you know, most of them go bankrupt or go broke right. after that. We know that's right. the thing, especially because of the lack of financial Absolutely. literacy, all these different elements, right? And so. One of the things I've been talking to a lot of them about is like, yo, like this is an industry where, yeah, you're not going to be making millions a year, but you're going to be making hundreds of thousands a year. Right. And it's like, you're at least going to be like good. Right. You know, where you don't have to go back or go back to being broke. But what I've noticed is that many that I talk to, it's like a barrier in their minds where they're like, well, I'm just used to like working out and being athletic and, and yeah, I study, but I study the plays and I right. study the other teams and all this stuff. I'm not sure if I could do that stuff. Like, what would you say to, to people? Cause I mean, you are that, like you're an athlete. You still, right. you still do the same workouts that you right. were doing back then. Yeah. So it's like, you're still an athlete. 
but you made you were able to make that transition. Mm-hmm. How do you think you were able to do it to like from from NFL to chemist and then tech? Like those are the chemist and tech are two things where it's right. like Completely generally different. people don't think NFL right. or athlete would be able to do. What is something you would communicate like to those to people athlete. that just see themselves as athletes? Right. So I would um that's a great question, first off. And I would I would tell any athlete, um, you're built to succeed. And mm-hmm. so I realized this that I remember the first day I started working, I was like, Oh, I'm not supposed to be working like some regular nine to five stuff. Yeah. The way we're ingrained as athletes is you're built to be an entrepreneur, a business person, mm. or creating or striving. Yeah. You're not built to work in a regular job. The reason being is in, in in athletics or in sports, you're pushed to be better. And so if you can't figure it out, you'll get cut. Mm. And so when people work nine to five, it's just like, oh, I go into work, come back, whatever. There's no strive. You've been ingrained in your DNA to improve, to learn, to grow, yeah. to be coached. And so when for any athlete that's like, oh, I don't know if I can cap yeah you're built for this yeah you had all this practice you had all of that you're taught your whole life to learn something and improve it yeah. and so literally you're wired that way and so a lot of athletes they, they may not see that but they have all the foundations to learn whatever they wanted mm-hmm. because to be coached to be great you had to do that yeah and so and to get the mentality of it you had to do that yes that's, that's why it's a difference there's one thing with talent and then being great Great is you took that talent and you took that mentality. Yeah. And so that's why I'm saying. So for a lot of athletes that feel some type of way, nah, like, nah, you have the mentality. Yes. You just have to push. You have to strive for it. And yeah. you have the years of practice for it. And so that's often what I would tell a lot of them. Like, um, I've had players hit me up like, yo, I'm trying to get into tech. Because you know what the thing is? They still want to be that high value man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yo, yeah. it's, it's, and so they almost feel like if they leave the league, they like, they're not going to be that high I'm value. Not gonna be that no more. And listen, you know how people's swag is based on all their athletics? That's yeah. one thing nobody could tell me. Like, my swag was never based on football. Yeah. Like, I was like, bro, this is me, you know? Yeah. And so, um, they still want to be that. Through the roof. Your confidence through the been through the roof. Always. <laughs> yo, always. But that's what makes you a good player, too. Yeah. A good athlete. So it's never for other people. It's actually for the sport. Like, oh, I yeah. want you to know I'm better than you. Like, I want I want you to I want to exude that for you. So yeah. for them, um, they still want to be that high-value man or high-value person, period, mm-hmm. right? And so um, I've told plenty of athletes because they seen me and they're like, yo, um, I want to transition into tech, especially mm-hmm. when I'm working out. They're like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I work in tech. And they want to transition. I'm like, I give any athlete this advice. Pursue your sport as long as you can. You feel mm-hmm. me? For the ones that especially making real money. Yeah. Pursue it because minimum wage in the league is 500 k Yeah. What do you mean? Why are you talking about tech? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If you're making 500K, yeah. So I said, pursue your sport as long as you can. Yeah. Right? If you feel like, all right, I don't know, maybe you're in between, then you can get into tech. You know what I mean? And I was like, it's not hard. You were forced to go to classes in, in college. You can force yourself to finish this tech course and mm-hmm. get you a job. And to be honest, you're an athlete, especially you've worked with a team. So because you've worked with a team, you can get into tech. Yeah. You, you just, all you have to do is speak to people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Work with them, do whatever. And if you don't want to speak, you could code. Yeah. True. And so I, I've told a lot of them, like, yo, you're built for this. You, yeah. you will be completely fine. You know, it's just um, it's this idea that tech, you need to be really smart. You need to be all this yeah. and that. The tech role I have doesn't use math, science, 
None of that yeah, stuff. stuff I'm cold. None of that right. stuff. None of that. At it's all. strictly talking to people. Yeah. And I could talk to people, you know? Yeah. So that's all it is. Hey, y'all, we have some incredible, incredible news that I'm super excited about to finally announce our private tech community. Yes, yes, you heard that right a private tech community exclusively for you all who want more than just a podcast, you want more than just the FAQs, you wanna talk with tech recruiters, you wanna talk with, with hiring managers, you wanna talk with coaches, you wanna talk with people that can help with editing and rewriting your resume. Maybe you're somebody where you just wanna be a part of a community where we're talking about updates of what's happening in the software industry. Y'all, this community that we've launched is also going to involve a Discord where we're gonna be talking about updates in tech, we're gonna be talking about companies that are hiring. We're gonna be talking about upcoming tech events. So that way you don't have to miss any of the gems that I know, but not even just what I know, but the gems that friends of mine that are also in the tech industry know as well. So if you wanna be a part of that community, go ahead and sign up so that way you can join us. We have a few different tiers. Ultimately, it's all tuned in for you. Oh, and last thing, also within this community, we're gonna be streaming all of our interviews with our podcast guests. So instead of you having to wait months to watch the videos later on, you will actually be able to watch the interviews in real time and ask your live questions to those guests. So make sure you join our tech community. So real quick, let me announce to everybody before we jump into it. So uh, for those that do not know, uh, we do stream um, with our Patreon community. So we have a Patreon. Uh, those that are in the community have access to watch the podcast live. So the mm. podcast episode y'all are watching right now, uh, I'm not sure exactly at what point in time, but this was probably shot some months before y'all are watching it. And we actually have been filming with about six guests today, uh, six or seven guests today. So our, po our, our Patreon community, they're able to actually watch um, and stream in all day, ask questions, engage, comment, all that good stuff. And so uh, we're actually right now going to take some time to, to hear uh, one of the questions we got from the Patreon community. So how do you stay? Ooh. So since it comes in waves, the demand and then the lack of demand as being mm -hmm. a scrum master, how have you been able to basically maintain your position and you stay in demand? You want me to be real? Or we be yeah. honest? Let's be honest, bro. Let's be real. So um, one, you have to be a really good scrum master. Yeah. And so, like I said, there's a lot of people that take the course and they're mm -hmm. not or take a certification and they're not real scrum masters. So that's gonna show in your work. Mm -hmm. um, especially if you're coaching or if you're if you're leading a team in scrum and um, their workload that the job you're supposed to be doing, they're not meeting their deadlines, some some things they're not doing and you're you're not having the retrospective meetings, you're not setting the meetings up right, you're not bringing people together, like that's a problem. And yeah. so that's gonna be exposed. Another thing too, when you get really smart about what you do, you learn to lead and coach in a slow process. Okay. And which is why I say, if you have a team and you're setting up these meetings and you know, hey, I can make this team really good, you're gonna slowly make the team good mm. so that you're always needed. Uh, you see what I mean? Yeah. And so it's so like, way you're, you're oh, like, they still need you there versus they, they like, oh, we need good. Me as opposed to, we're really good, we're efficient enough, we don't really need you right now. Do you get what I mean? So yeah. you, you move slowly like, all right, I have this goal for this team. You guys are doing well. Oh, let me implement this meeting later. Let me set this meeting up a week later instead of this. Like, you just have to be smart because at the end of the day, you know, it's a necessity. So when a scrum master comes in on, on any team, nine times out of ten, no, not nine times, every time somebody's already doing that work. And so you're taking the load off people and you're taking your own role, but you're, you're making it a lot easier for people. So you're wanted. 
But at the same time, when you get there, and this is just a real one, it's a real one thing. When you get the team and you know everything is going on, you slowly coach them, slowly coach them, and then you make them efficient and you kind of like have your spot there. And you know, you're like, all right, let me chime in here and there. But you don't want them to completely be like, I'm done. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just done. We don't need you because you're literally, I mean, as a scrum master, you're kind of just training them up. Yeah. And you're, you're leading them. You're a servant leader is what, is what it said. But mm -hmm. um, after a while, you don't have to lead them if they're doing it on their own. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so you got to be smart about this. Yeah. You got to be smart. This is tech. You know, like, let's, yeah. let's you know. So that's <laughs> what I would say to somebody to yeah. be um, needed. Yeah. All right. So next question is uh, next question from the from the community is what is something that you see other scrum masters doing that annoys you particularly something where it's like you're like yo what are you doing or like it being something that's wrong or off that they're doing right and something so, that maybe you see that's common or you've seen it before right so I've, I've i've seen where a sprint will go forth so a sprint is a two-week period right mm -hmm. and so every team after a two-week period in scrum usually two to three weeks they review the work that they completed and so um, the work is called stories. And so sometimes at the end of a two-week period, uh, teams will have stories that are still left on their, on their board mm -hmm. and that should have been completed. And so you have some scrum masters make a mistake where that story was there and it wasn't addressed. And so Ooh. after this two-week period, they're like, oh, you know, team, we didn't complete this. And they're not really getting to the reason why this team didn't complete this story or this work that needed to be done. And so that, that's a problem because higher up is looking at this and they're saying, hey, you had a two-week deadline. You're the servant leader. You're kind of helped to keep them accountable. Yeah. You know, and so... It's kind of like, what do we have you here for? Exactly. You're, you're literally not doing your job to keep them in line. Exactly. And then there's a process to go about this when the story wasn't completed. Like, hey, how can we talk about the team? How can we maybe break this up or put this into the next sprint? But scrum masters don't really... If you haven't been a scrum master for a little bit, you may not know that. And you may not put it with the next sprint, and that exposes you. Ooh. That exposes you to being a, hey, this person's not legit. This person yeah. doesn't have experience. See what I mean? And so, um, or you can get on a team with um, a product manager who is, like, very aggressive, and they're forcing people to do certain work. Like, in Scrum, you're supposed to choose your work. Like, the team, the engineers, or whoever, they're supposed to choose their the work that they want to do for the week but you have a product manager that's kind of telling them hey now you do this you do that and you don't address that like hey you're not talking to that product manager like saying hey this is not something we do in scrum if you're mm -hmm. not doing that i'm like oh you're not you're not really a scrum master so it's a lot of in work stuff that's like that's not textbook yeah textbook wouldn't teach you that but being Ooh. a scrum master would teach you that so we expose something like yeah. that you know so, yeah. Man, that's wild. Yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. So, next question uh, from the Patreon community: They're asking, "What is the difference between a project manager and a scrum master?" Right. So, to be fair, I've never been a project manager. Yeah. But I know the workload is completely different. Project managers they work and work and scrum yeah. masters <laughs> take like a quarter of their work. You know what I mean? <laughs> Probably getting the same salary or more in, yeah. in a lot of ways. And so we're taking a quarter of that work. But a project manager is basically essentially managing a bunch of projects. They have a lot of work. A scrum master, you're you're simply a servant leader. You are you have your two teams that you're leading. You're not taking on the big thing like the like the project manager and. Um, you're setting up meetings, you're, you're facilitating the meetings, you're really saying stuff in the beginning of the meetings, and you're kind of letting the meetings flow. And that's it. You're not writing, you're not taking notes, you're not documenting, all of that. So I know people that have been PMs and they became scrum masters, 
and they're like, yeah, I would never go back to being a PM. Like, never go back to being a PM. Man. So, so that's the difference between the two, you know? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Bro, dude, so happy to have you on, man. I would definitely want to give you the floor to give any uh, last final remarks that you want to share with everybody. Oh. Um, okay, I'll say I appreciate you for having me on. My last final remarks would be uh, if you simply want to do something, because God didn't tell me to become a in tech or to go in tech. I didn't have a dream. Of, I didn't have a dream of vision myself yeah. to be in tech. I just simply wanted to work remote yeah. and make more money. So it's not that deep. If you want to do better for yourself, just do better. Like you don't yeah. need a big sign. You don't need. Um, and if you're doing good, you can just strive to do better. I was doing well as a chemist. Yeah. Just strive to do better. So sometimes I'm just I'm saying this to say some people feel like, you know, I'm good. I don't need to do better. The simple fact that you just want to do better, go ahead and do it. Like, yeah. go forth for it. Don't let all this other stuff hold you back from just trying something new or trying something better. Yeah. And that's it. And you don't... Do I care for my job like that? No. Do I have a passion for what I do? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's real. It, I just work remote. I love the free time and I love what I do. So this isn't about passion. It's really about money and free time. Yeah, exactly. And so that's 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 what fuels me. Yeah. I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I sit at home chilling. Yeah. That's my passion. You I know what I mean? So <laughs> that's my passion. Sitting at home chilling. So, um, what you passionate about? Sitting at home chilling. Right? right. Like, yeah. So I'm just saying, like, you know, it doesn't always have to be something really extenuous. Like, just, yeah. hey, if you just want to do better and it's not that deep for you, do better. You know? Yeah. I that's what it. I would say. 